Hello and welcome to the 10th episode of the My Hero Academia podcast. This week we're going to be covering episode 58 entitled Special Episode Save the World with Love as well as manga chapter 195 Clash Class A versus Class B. My name is Sophie. And my name's Kendra. But first of all, I think, Kendra, you've got a little bit of news. Yep, so my news is that the Two Heroes movie, it's going to come to the U.S. in select theaters in select theaters September 25th and October 2nd. And you can actually go on the Funimation website and buy your tickets now. But if you live in Canada, too bad, they're not on sale yet. Ha ha. And uh, the My Hero Academia Vigilantes chapter came out a few days ago, chapter 36. I definitely recommend checking it out. The first chapter is free on uh, viz.com, but then the rest of it you'll have to get the volume. And there's also going to be a few new figurines. There's one for Uraraka that is eh. It's just like her like jumping, waving, but her like, I always forget her outfit is like skin tight. And it's just like, why are you doing this? I don't really mind it, actually. I mean, I don't like her outfit. I don't really like the, the design on her crotch. But um, I don't mind the pose that she's pulling. She's just, she's happy to see someone. Probably Izuku. But. Yeah, I guess I'm so used to, like, the One Piece ones where it's always, like, horrible poses that I'm just, like, primed to not like it. But it actually isn't that bad. Yeah, and I mean, she, unlike the One Piece one, she has human, a human figure. Like, yes. she's not going to snap at the waist and there's enough room in her ribcage for, you know, actual lungs to be there. Yes. <laughs> so, it works. I guess, like, uh, I sometimes, I guess her face is okay. Sometimes I think the face is on some figurines. I'm like, that doesn't even look like the character, but it looks good. And there's also going to be an Asui one as well. And there might be an All Might one, but they don't have, like, pictures of it up yet. And, oh, for, oh, and then we have some news for us. We might have a guest coming on in the next few weeks. We won't really say anything about just, like, keep your ear to the ground or just, like, check our Twitter. But we might be having somebody on. And, oh, do you want to talk about, we might have some bonus episodes? Yeah, we're thinking of doing a read-through, if we can, of um, Hero Academia Vigilante series. I've never read it before, so it'll be... I'll have a, a new perspective, but Kendra, you've been reading, haven't you? Yep. So what we could do maybe is we could read the first volume and then, or sorry, the first chapter, because that, that one's free. And then like, I don't know if you is do you think it's Vigilantes out where you are? Do you think like, you could get it from the library or we could buy it? Well, I'm move, moving to a new area that has a large library. So when I get there, Ooh. I can check. We could do like a recap of the volume, not like read through, like we can read the first chapter and then we can do like a how we felt about the first volume maybe yeah we'll we'll work it out yeah but keep your eye out for that we're gonna try some new stuff vigilantes is pretty cool i will reserve judgment but it does look good i mean i've watched <laughs> i've heard some reviews of it and they've all been good so so on with the anime so this week again is episode 58 entitled special episode save the world with love I love the title. Such drama. So right off the bat, the episode starts with Izuku standing in front of the My Hero Academia logo wearing a yellow top that says Plus Ultra. But then immediately Muscle Form All Might jumps in wearing a matching outfit and explains that though everyone wants to know what's going on in the exam, they're going to postpone it for the moment. 
because they need to save people with love. <laughs> he then announces the title episode um, and issues the starting opening sequence off. And I quite liked this little bit because, I mean, I was slightly disappointed it was a filler episode, even though we, we knew it would be from last week. But I'm glad that right off the bat, they told us that it's going to be a filler episode and that it's filler that's separate to the rest of the arc. Mm. And I mean, all the fillers they've done before, especially the one with Froppy, where she's on her work experience, they've been really good. So right off the bat, you know what you're getting, that it's going to be filler, but... I like that they didn't try to like artificially work it and be like, oh, let's pause the exam and do this. They're just like, okay, yeah, we're just going to take a break from this and to go do something else really quick. Um, so the episode starts with Slim All Might walking in on Cementos and Midnight, watching a TV special. The TV special is on All Might when he was younger. Uh, the narrator who's doing it, does, it's not Izuku narrating, but that's mm. the, the voice actor for All Might, isn't it? Oh, I didn't notice. I'm not sure. I think it might be the same one. Yeah, so the TV special will focus on All Might's time when he was studying in America. And instead of answering how long ago it was, All Might starts violently coughing because he wants to hide his age. (laughs) Midnight compares him to a maiden, which is the second time that a woman has compared him to a maiden because Ochako was the first. When he wanted to have dinner or have lunch with Deku. And I just want to point out, like, having him hiding his age really makes me think he's, like, 60. But so- someone on Tumblr, so- I think it's Sai-chan is what she's on Tumblr, point- like, did some, like, calculations or just, like, kind of context clues and guessed him to be around, like, 40 or 50. But I think he's 60, just because, like, I think 60 would be, like, why he was trying to hide it, because he's, like, aging, so it would be, like, he's aging out of being a hero. But I don't know. And then it turns out he's 32. <laughs> That's how old the rest of the teachers are, isn't it? All like um, oh, yeah. Azara and things are all quite young. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we then have a reminder that Cementos is an All Might fan because he knows the different er- the different time eras of All Might. And I liked that because we knew Cementos was a fan anyway from the attack on the USJ. But... Oh, we did? Yes, because um, as... Uh, Cementos came in and put the the wall up so that people couldn't see Slim All Might. And All Might said, oh, like, thank you. And he went, oh, don't worry. I've been a long-time fan of yours anyway. Aw, that's cute. I like Cementos. Yeah. He's nice. Oh, he's got a cute little weird upside-down smile. <laughs> the TV then announces that back then he had a sidekick called David Shield, which goes against something that we learn in the manga but. Whatever. Or not a sidekick, not a sidekick, but like support. Did it say sidekick? Yeah, I thought it said sidekick. Um, But the teachers then go to start off the class and All Might gets an email with the best email announcement. (laughs) An email (laughs) is here. An email is here. Because he had that on his phone and now it's like, he has to have it on his email. It's amazing. I I can't wait until Chris Sabat has to do an email is here. I guess people don't really have, like, email alerts that much, but if I could, I would have that. Considering how many emails teachers get, this must be really (laughs) annoying in the office. (laughs) I can imagine Azal just being like, turn off that damn alarm! I was like, I'm going to smash your computer all night. Um, So we get the title card at 3 minutes 45. We learn that UA puts on classes for students who want to train during the summer leave, but they only do it for a few students at the time. So this time it's just six students and it's Sue, 
Ida, Ochko, Shoto, Izuku and Bakugo. And they're all sitting in their assigned seats, which is strange. You'd think they'd all sort of like sit at the front or they'd all sit together. But Shoto just gets left sort of in the middle on his own. I can guarantee it's because Ida's there. And Ida would like be like, everyone has to sit in their assigned seats or else where will the order be? I, like, I guarantee you every other, like all the other students, whenever they have their class, will be like at the front. But Ida probably made everyone sit in their side seats. They're not disrespect- disrespecting the rules, yeah. <laughs> um, so we learn that what the students will be doing is basically police work. They're going to be going to the scene of a crime, determining what happened, establishing if it was caused by a villain, a, a villain and then deciding if they should fight or not. Um, but as Zara was talking... Muscular All Might bursts in at the back of the room, declaring, I am here, coming in through the back door. <laughs> you gotta love him. But he's not just All Might. Cementos, Midnight and Present Mike are also there, but they're standing at the front like normal people. <laughs> Though as um, Zawa goes through all of them, Midnight does give them like a, a bit of a saucy wink when her name is mentioned. We then skip forwards and they've gone to Class Beta, which is the city area. There's been an attack on a jewellery store and the villains are holding some people hostage and that's all the information they're given so they don't know anything about the hostages, um, how many there are, how many villains there are. And then Sue, Ochko, Izuku and Ida start bending round the corner like one on top of each other. (laughs) I love it because like they all have to be like... Like, they have to, like, bend down to do it so, like, their heads are at the right level. But Ida's so tall that he's just like, I'm just going to stand up. <laughs> I don't know. It's, and, very, it's like scary Scooby-Doo. Yeah, but Bakugo and Shoto, they're too cool. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Izuku thinks that they should try and find out how many villains and how many hostages there are. And Bakugo has the idea of sending Yuraka in first because she can float up above the window and take a look in so she's not spotted. And even that, but it is still risky. So Shoto distracts the villains by phoning them and asking them a few questions while she does it. And her flying form, at first she rolls up into like a little ball hmm. and pulls this big puffy face as she floats up. I tweeted out like she looks like a balloon or someone else pointed out she looks like Kirby. And it's so cute. And I, I also just love that uh, Bakugo like, didn't like yell at just like very he said it like so calmly like oh Uraraka can do it and I love that it keeps the thing that he calls her by name ever since the sports festival which is nice it's true um so while she's floating up Shoto's asking about their demands Uraka sees that there are three hostages and one villain so the villain is All Might um and Cementos Midnight and Present Might are all the um hostages and they're all tied up Bakugo then gets really angry because they're all talking. They're trying to formulate reasonable plans, but Bakugo has no time for this and he just wants to go in, make a big scene, cause a distraction, and then they can go around back and take the hostages out. Hmm. Um, No one else is interested, so he just goes off on his own. I love that uh, Asui, it, he's, he's the one to tell him off. But he actually is kind of smart about it. He's like, he's right behind the window. Like, this is the perfect chance. So he's like, he's being rash, but he's also being smart. Because, like, the longer you are just talking about it, the hostages are in danger. That's true. I like that Sue uses the word impetus as well. It's a hmm. great word. 
But anyway, um, Bakugo, yeah, he doesn't care and he immediately just runs off on his own. And then for some reason, everyone runs after him. <laughs> Why? Like, that wasn't his plan. And even if it was his plan that they all charge in, they don't agree with him. So why are they just following him? I guess because it's like, if you just leave him, then like, they know he can't fight All Might. So I guess, like, okay, we need to support him. I guess they're not thinking clearly either. No. I think they're just kind of like, oh, he's going in. I guess we got to follow. Because this plan of them going around the back to save the hostages is actually kind of good. Except there's always possibility the villain could, like, grab a hostage while still fighting Bakugo. But I don't know. They're not, it's not a smart plan. I guess, like, I don't really understand why they jumped from, like, oh, let's call and, like, do the floating thing. And I guess my, my first thing would be, like, okay, is there, like, a cop we could talk to who's going to be, like, a pretend cop that can tell us the situation? Because that's what you could really do, I feel like. Yeah, you and there are, there are loads of, well, they're not actual police. They're, mm. <laughs> they're police figurines. They're yes. two 2D cardboard cutouts of police just all around the front of the building. Yeah. But I guess so you can't really talk to them. But that's what you'd, in that situation, I feel like you'd actually coordinate with the police. So first of all, Zawa says that this class, this class is one which they shouldn't fight in. And not only does Bako charge him, but he blows up the entire shop front. So what you were saying about the police, a lot of the like the two BD cutouts are lying flat down. So they would have been injured in that attack. Yeah. As well as like, like he, Bako doesn't know where in the building all the hostages are. So if they weren't behind desks and things, they could have been injured by the flying glass and things. He just doesn't, he just goes in and breaks the whole fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess also he's like, I love that he kind of goes like, won't let you, I won't let you have the hostages, which I wrote. It's like, it's actually nice, but oh, you're going to blast the hostages as well? Like, that's not a good plan. No. But as he gets in, we see Villain All Might lying on the ground with a lot of blood in front of him and a knife that has blood in. And Azawa says, this is where the special class begins. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's only um, like nine minutes in and that's the end of part one. Oh, is it me now? Yeah, that was the end of part one. It was only nine minutes long because we didn't have the actual break in between. Oh, Froppy, she kind of checks with her hair whether or not he's conscious because I think that's a good way of testing because like I think uh, doctors have a thing where you like pick up the hand and you see if it falls back down on their face or not is that, one of the ways to check. That is not a good way at all of checking. Oh, really? Yeah, so when you check someone's conscious you need to physically touch them you need to speak to them in both ears in case they have a hearing impediment and she should also be checking for a pulse because they were you you know you don't get your hair and ruffle it in someone's nose because what if they start to wake up and then they vomit and your face is right by them do you see what i mean or, or they yeah. could be surprised by it they could wake up and headbutt you and then you both got head injuries <laughs> And she's like, okay, he isn't dead, but it looks like he's supposed to be. And I love that it's like she's kind of checking to make sure like a surprise villain attack didn't happen because that has happened. <laughs> I just love that she checks. She thinks, oh, I think he's supposed to be dead. But if you're never sure, you should never leave an injured person on the ground. <laughs> they don't try and do any first aid just in case. <laughs> they just leave him to die. <laughs> yeah, they don't put any dressing on there. Uh, and you could just have someone just try like hold a shirt or something to try and stem the bleeding but they're like ah we think maybe yeah. he's supposed to be dead so we're just going to ignore it just in case <laughs> and Ojiko fails completely at being a detective because she wonders did he die from Bakugo's explosion and Bakugo argues it wasn't that strong 
and Todoroki is like, oh, the murder weapon's here. It's covered in blood. And it's like, oh my god, Ojiko, how'd you not notice the giant knife? <laughs> uh. He was just standing there. Just His knife just so happened to be pointing at his chest as he was just like, ha ha ha, I'm a villain. And then Bakugo explodes. And... <laughs> yeah, and... No. Yeah. And they wonder if one of the hostages killed the villain. And, oh wait, where is it that they, Bakugo asks, didn't, is, did, I think Bakugo asks, like, oh, didn't you notice it? And she replies, like, oh, it was so, like, there's so, so much, like, stuff in the air I yeah. can really see. I think I forgot to write that down. Yeah, he's, yeah, he says, do you notice? And she's like, no, how could I notice? You blew up everything. There's dust everywhere. <laughs> yes. How's she going to see? Exactly. But I, I love that he kind of has that trust in her, but also, like, no Bakugo. She doesn't have, like, x-ray vision. Uh, and I just love, like, we kind of talk to each of the victims, and I think, like, President Mike, when they probably originally gave him the script for it, it was probably not a musician, but he was like, no, I'll die if I'm not a musician. And he's just extra and musical, and he's buying a wedding ring for his girl, <laughs> Eraserhead. So, Cementos is an employee, Midnight is a customer who came in after the attack, and President Mike is also a customer, and he does a gesture where he's putting a ring on someone's finger, but he does it on the wrong finger. <laughs> He puts it on the index finger. Uh, maybe he doesn't want... <laughs> Maybe it's... I, I have no idea. And I also love that Deku is a good detective. He checks if they have the funds to buy jewellery. He's a smart mofo. Yeah. <laughs> the only other thing I wanted to point out about present Mike is that as he announces himself in his over-the-top extravagant ways, he lands in like a one-legged swan dive, but he holds that pose for a long time. They're all just talking away and trying to come up with um, like a hypothesis. And he's holding that one-legged swan dive. (laughs) He's committed. Uh, And Bakugo starts roaring that it was them. And Deku says it would make them obvious suspects. And she's calm and smart, and I love her. And Deku gets to be a detective. He is Batman. Fight me. (laughs) And uh, Ida made sure it was a villain acting alone. He, like, went around the area double-checking. And President Mike overreacts, and I'm in love. And Bakugo starts cracking in his palms like popcorn. I wonder, like, he could make popcorn for people. Like, if people were having, like, recovering in shock, he'd be like, here, have some popcorn. It'll help you. (laughs) And he's like, let's make them confess. And it's like, great. Bakugo immediately leaps to torture. Always great. Yeah, and he has to have Sue. Sue is just his voice of reason because she has to point out like, Bakugo, <laughs> if you do that, you'll be arrested too. Yeah. Uh, and... But then he straight away asks um, Deku if he has an idea, doesn't he? Yeah, he catches on. And Deku starts kind of wondering aloud, if the villain barricaded himself in the store, why would they do that if they just wanted the jewels? They should have just ran. And Cementos points out that the police arrived as he was loading up the bag, and they realize that someone outside the store called the cops since it wasn't Cementos. And Ida wonders if someone who, like, a bystander who saw it outside and called the cops. And Deku, Deku does a bit of a leap of logic here and says it must have been midnight as she came in after the villain, so she had to have called the cops. The story that they formulate is ridiculous. <laughs> so they think that... So the story is correct in that midnight was outside of the shop. She phoned the police. Um, she recognised the villain. And she has a history there. And she came in, and then because the police were there, the um, the villain decided to take them as hostages. But then they decide to put 
romancing out of nowhere and they say and Deku says no there's more to it midnight and the villain villain were in love I'm just like it's not just this simple oh like I yeah I'm just like okay and Bakugo was kind of arguing saying like it doesn't make sense to call the cops and then get caught and Deku says that's why the villain barricaded himself in. Midnight knew the villain, and we do like a great close up of her eyes. She's very dr- dramatic. She's a great actress. It feels very yes. cop showy, and she's like, "Oh, you knew he did crimes." And I just want to say, All Might's villain outfit is dumb. The spiked shoulders are hilarious, and I love that she's following behind him, wearing a handkerchief on her head. And I guess it's kind of the opposite of like. Whenever people are thieves in, like, anime, there's, like, the stere- the stereotype cliche of them having kind of the upside-down handkerchief on their nose, but since she's, like, following him, it's on her head, so it's, like, a disguise. She's crying as she calls the cops and rips off the handkerchief. And I just want to say, I love her painted nails. I suck at painting my nails, but whenever people have painted nails, I'm always like, oh, it's pretty. I wish I had the hand-eye coordination to do that. Deku understands, oh, Ben, sorry, the villain understood her real intention, but he continued the robbery, and they do a silly romantic dance, and he ties her up, and the cops show up. Yeah, and then they're like, but why did, why did he die? And then the plot, the plot gets more ridiculous, and Izuku says, but the villain killed himself because he didn't want people to find out about his romance with Midnight. Like, no one would have jumped to that conclusion. Like, you, you caught, you see crime happening and you call the police you don't call the police and tr- like and you then try and go in to try and stop it because you're a good person he doesn't always have to be romantically linked just because it's a man and a woman yeah exactly just and he, he makes this weird like jump to this ridiculous romantic story that was there for no reason yeah there's no like before he's always had everything based on evidence but now he just immediately jumps to oh they're in love but i do love like i love when he goes like isn't it because you wanted to stop him i don't uh. think this is a and... plot line that Horikoshi would have written for Izuku. I mean, this could be a plot line no. that um, Ishido, that Mina created, definitely, because she likes to put romance everywhere. But I don't think this yeah. is... If this was canon, I don't think Izuku would have been like, there's a romance here. Yeah. And Ojiko says, like, wait, if all you said is true, why was the villain killed? She, and Todoroki's like, she wanted to stop him, right? Uh, Ida, she had, she didn't have a motive to kill him. I just love that Todoroki is maybe thinking like she wanted to stop him, so she stopped him permanently. <laughs> and then it gets like oddly serious for a second when it goes like, could it be suicide? And just like all of a sudden, it gets very dark. Also, you think about it, it was Bakugo's fault for jumping in because maybe he would have killed himself if they'd given him like. I don't, it's Bakugo's fault. Okay, have you ever watched, uh, my, uh, sorry, The Melancholy of Haruhi, The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya? No. Oh, that's a, oh, I guess, spoilers for that show, but they're just like, at one point, they're having, like, a murder mystery thing, and they're trying to figure out who killed the person, like, killed the person, it's like a fake murder, and it turns out that, like, the person barging into a room to check on a person they, like, knocked the knife into somebody, and then they died. So technically, like, the murderer was, like, didn't even realize they killed the person. So Bakugo kind of killed him indirectly, because he might not have done it if he hadn't charged it in. Uh, and, like, All Might did it because he didn't want to expose their relationship. And there's a, a dark shadow would fall over her life. And she sealed his mouth with his own hands. And she didn't tell the truth because she realized what he was doing. 
and present Mike is just owing in the background, like, oh, and just like, stop him, please. No, don't. He's great. Midnight falls to the ground crying, and she couldn't, and that's why she couldn't say anything. And then Ochi goes like, oh, Midnight the villain? And Deku's like, yeah. And she's like, it's so sad. She's trying to save him. She loved him. And like, she starts tearing up, and the villain is trying to save her because she loved her. Uh, and Todoroki is like, for this to end like this, how ironic. You said, you said you cried in this episode. What point made you cry? Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to look through if I wrote it, and I think it probably was around here. I was in a very emotional state at the time, but I think it was just like all of them being sad and just like, Yeah. I don't know. I think it was just more of the characters' reactions to it. And I was just like, oh no, they were in love. I'm oh. I'm a weak person. Oh. <laughs> I'm a crybaby. I freely admit I it. I think I'm like, well, other than uh, being like a 12-year-old Japanese boy, I think I'm just a typical shonen fan. Like, I don't really want romance <laughs> in it. So this whole thing, I was like, this is all ridiculous. How did they get to this conclusion? <laughs> this is stupid. I don't, I don't want some weird romantic love story. <laughs> Yeah, and that's back ago. He's like, what kind of joke is this? I mean, it's like, oh, it was fun. And everyone's surprised that she's kind of snapped back into character. And President Mike asks how's acting was. And I can't tell it's All Might or Cementos talking. Their voice is kind of similar. Oh, I think it was Cementos because we, we learned that All Might uh, skips off. So Cementos like, uh, a bit over the top. Yeah. It was so over the top. He held that swan dive for five, like five minutes. I feel like they should have just like known that President Mike couldn't have been the killer just because he would have given it away immediately. <laughs> President Mike is the guy that you want at a party, but he, you imagine living with him. Oh my, uh, I would just be like, no. Uh, Eraser says that Deku's deductions were exactly the same as the scenario they set up. And good job. There's just one problem. And I love, oh, she goes like, oh, I was, I was praising you. Yay. And she does like a very cute smile. And Ida also says, good job. But Eraserhead pops the bubble. You overlooked one major thing. So zero points. Uh, he wasn't dead. And he just ran away. And I just wrote like, I think this is me just writing, oh my God, I can't believe it. And I just like key smashed. <laughs> Also, how would he leave and they don't notice? He's a big guy. He's going to make movement when he when he walks, let alone standing up. It makes me want to rewatch the episode and try to tell when All Might left. Yeah, like, I'm annoyed that Azawa was like, you didn't tie him up. Like, they didn't give him first aid. Whether he's a villain or not, you still need to give people first aid. Yeah, because, like, if he was dead... They like, want them to tie up a corpse? That's indecency to a dead body. But I guess they didn't even give him first aid. So, like, and also, like, the conditions of the thing. What do you want them to do? Like, oh, he still has a pulse? I guess give him first aid. But, like, how are they supposed to know, tell if he's dead or not if you don't actually kill him? Like, I don't know. Because he gave a hint that he moved when tickled. And it was like, ew. Bakugo says, that is dirty. Oh, and someone says, like, oh, if the villain was alive, he pretended to kill himself, but he was really looking for a chance to escape. And they're like, oh, mid oh Midnight misunderstood and thought it was for him. And Ochiko, then what about their love? <laughs> and uh, then we get, like, each person kind of reacting on, like, Deku's like, oh, what about their love? Uh, Todoroki, 
their love. And Bakugo just screams, there was no love. This is like the only time I've ever agreed with Bakugo. Like the whole way through, he's like, this is ridiculous. There is no love. I'm like, yeah, no, there is no love. You're right. Bakugo, I agree with you for the first time ever. And the glass breaks and a wall collapses. And like the glass wall collapses. And it's just a tiny All Might. And he said there's tiny All Might in his villain suit. And he's saying muscle form is exhausting. And he still has that email to check. Dun, 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 dun. And it's from Melissa. Ooh. And she's inviting him to iExpo to see her papa. And she's like, oh, papa will be shocked if you visit. It'll be dramatic. And it kind of, we kind of get like, oh, he went over, he went to school overseas for a bit. And that's how they met, blah, blah, blah. And she has a bow tie. Bow ties like, are too, yeah. She has a bow tie. Bow ties are cool. And she's excitedly looking at an airplane flying overhead. And we get a flashback of him telling David his mission statement, that he's a symbol of peace, a light to the world. And he wants a world where people can laugh and smile. And he has the All Might car. Or oh, I think the Mighty Mobile. I think that's what I would call it. The Mighty Mobile would be cool. Uh, yeah, and then at the back, it's got those like antennas that look like All Might's hair. <laughs> and then come up and flatten down so they're actually useful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I also just love All Might dramatically saying Dave while still wearing the silly villain getup. I love that his name is Dave. I've got a thing where I feel like everyone, well, not everyone, but like most men are called Dave. So like if I don't know, you know, like there's that thing about um, when Beyonce's song came out uh, and she said, I Becky with the good hair. I feel like Dave is just the name for all men. So if I, if I think of a guy and I can't remember his name, I'm just like, oh, that bloke, Dave. <laughs> so I love that his actual name in this is Dave. Your it's such theory. a boring name as well. Yeah. Sorry to all the Daves, but like it's not even David. Dave. Yeah, <laughs> <You're> Dave. <laughs> You're oh, it's that bloke, you know, Dave or five of the Daves at the pub because everyone's named Dave. <laughs> we need to like go back and count how many times you said Dave. Uh, <laughs> that was a lot of Daves. Oh, and. All Might's just yelling, I'm going to ambush Midoriya on his way back home. And he's running with a suitcase and he poofs back. And she's like, do you want to go to Eye Island, Midoriya? And he does. And he is very cute. And I took a screenshot of his very cute face. And he does like a mutter storm. He's like, oh, all like all these companies are investing in. They created a city. And the mutter storm almost pushes All Might out of the scene. I just want to say, a mobile artificial island is just a boat. It is. It's a boat. It's not an island. It's a boat. Islands stay in one place. It's just a big boat. I have strong feelings about boats. And <laughs> I have strong feelings about Dave, and you have strong <laughs> feelings about boats. Yay! Uh, and All Might coughs up blood. He's like, you want to go there with me? And Deku's like, you and me? It's for, it's because you're my successor. You need more discernment. And I have to, I like, I was like, what? And it's, it's the ability to judge well. It's like, what? And Midnight agrees, but I don't really get how, like, this is going to help him be able to judge stuff. Yeah, and All Might wants him to go now. Yeah, it's like, shouldn't he ask him? You have to go now. <laughs> shouldn't he, like, ask go his... Go back your stuff now. Shouldn't he ask his mom first? This is basically an abduction. <laughs> uh, and Deku just screams. He's like, what? And we get an after credit scene, All Might very close to the camera, asking if the bonus episode was fun. And it's like, we saved the world with love, right? And Deku was like, there wasn't really any love. But more importantly, we get to go to Eye Island, right? 
and uh, All Might says, you'll, you'll see if you watch the movie, go right now and watch it. And All yep. Might says, and I just wondered, like, it's already out in Japan? So I guess it feels like, is it still in theaters in Japan? Or is this, like, for us? It's- I think, no, I think it is still out. It's Well, it's definitely out, still out in Japan, because they've had over a million people go and see it, and they're trying to, because Horikoshi's put out some, um, some of his sketches mm-hmm. to try and encourage people to still go, or to go more than one time. So it's still out, but I mean... The end of this episode did confirm that it was basically a 23 minute long advert for the film. <laughs> Pretty much. I know One Piece has done that too. But I was like, I will All Might if you would l- if they would let me buy it in my damn country. Like, mm. it's actually coming to my country. They just won't let me buy the tickets yet. Because Canada is dumb. And I think it just doesn't have that far in advance yet. Uh, and Deku points out, he says, will they or won't they pat twice? And they bow. And they do the sign off like we do. They do the plus ultra. They got it from us. Yes. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> like, we should sue. It's like, sorry, All Might. We demand $5,000 for taking our sign off that we actually took from you. Please don't sue us. What did you think of the episode in total? Um, I, well, I thought it was really fun. It had, like, a bit of mood whiplash. And I don't think, like, they really did shoehorn the love thing. It kind of felt more like them having to do, like, detective work, and it's kind of a different side of heroing that we haven't really seen. Mostly it's been, like, fighting villains or doing rescue, but it hasn't really been the, like, police side of, like, figuring and deducing stuff. But then even that was, like, only kind of the focus before it quickly turned into Deku just pulling stuff out of his ass. I quite liked it. I mean, I I didn't love it like I usually do because the shoehorning in a romance, like... Mm-hmm. I'm not a romance person. It's just not for me. Just shoehorning it in. I was like, what? How did you ever make this deduction? <laughs> Nonsense. But it was still very, very fun. Like, was, I, I enjoyed it. It was just kind of like, eh, and I like the mood whiplash. Like, even, like, I don't know. I just, I thought it was, it was interesting. And like, I don't know. It was just, I just find it funny that the filler made me cry. <laughs> but... It was entertaining, yes. and I'm more entertained by it now, knowing that it made you cry. <laughs> I am. I, but I know. I know what you mean. At some points, you just have to cry. <laughs> <laughs> or what, do we want to give it a ranking? How much we liked it? How much love? How much love was in this? How much did you? How much the love did you have for this episode? I would give it one ventricle. <laughs> Is that something in the heart? There's two ventricles and two atriums, so like it's it's set into. <laughs> four sections and I'm gonna give it one uh, I feel like I'm learning um I'm gonna uh I'm gonna do Zelda logic with hearts so there's three hearts that you start out with I'm gonna give it two hearts out of three okay so this is the manga section so we're covering chapter 195 clash clash a versus mm. class b oh class a versus class b so this week we start on page 128 of the magazines. Mm. It's quite it's right at the back. But we've got a front title page, which I love because we don't always get. Mm. Um, and it's just kind of a close-up on Shinso looking dead behind the eyes. <laughs> yeah. And I just love, like, it's 195, so we're actually really close to 200 chapters now. I didn't realise that. I wonder if Horikoshi's going to carry on. And two and chapter two hundred will end as chapter one hundred will, with the focus being on boobs. Probably, like I would not be surprised at all. And I love that I was kind of right that he does have like headphone things when he actually has it wholly on. And his hair is cool. I just like 
it's I love this drawing I wonder if he is wearing eyeliner or if he's just really sleepy he's just really sleepy oh have a nice nap <laughs> borrow your borrow your sensei's duvet mm-hmm. but no the seeing the ears bit was really good yeah yep. so it's a good front page mm-hmm. okay so on to the next page and we see Shinso standing there pulling at his the Azawa rope so he's sort of pulling at that um and Ojiro is so shocked that his shout of Shinso has gone onto the other panel. <laughs> so that's how loud he is. Um, and he's going, oh, so that explains the look you gave me earlier in the hall. And everyone is, they're looking at him and they're just talking to themselves, which must be a horrible feeling as you mm-hmm. stand there and everyone's just chattering away about you. Mm-hmm. Um, so saying, isn't that as our sensei's binding cloth? The mask looks unique though. Oh, it's good to have you, man. <laughs> and he's just, he's just standing there with a, dead eyes again Aoyama's asking Ojiro he can brainwash those who are strong to him right and Ojiro's saying I don't stand a chance so is this this us no finding out that he's actually a really chatty Cathy it's like oh I don't stand a chance <laughs> yeah he's a gossip he's like zero yeah. or he's a gossip so um Mineta is saying Midoriya got whammed too hmm. but broke the spell somehow and he's just looking back and pulling quite a I don't know stupid embarrassed face i can't really tell but he's saying ah that was just a fluke really (laughs) and then he's thinking actually shinso's brainwashing is what triggered the vision of the vestiges to start with is this coincidence is it coincidence or is he a vestige like what is or what well i guess or could shinso's ability have unlocked something in his brain or something in his quirk that made him access all these thoughts that weren't there before. Yeah. So it's like, if you're not in control of your body, then the vestiges are. So Zawa said, Zawa's like a, a cute dad. He's like, like his child on the first day. He's like, go on, go forward, introduce yourself. <laughs> Which I thought was so sweet. As since I was thinking back to all of that, the naysayers when he was younger telling him that his quirk would be great for him to be a villain and he can just do things that whatever he wants to do and have to actually get his hands dirty and not very nice friends Mm. and so he starts to introduce himself to everyone he said i had encounters with several of you at the sports festival but don't think that we're friends just because we fought i'm not the type for displays of good sportsmanship like that I'm already so far behind you all. I'm doing everything I can to catch up. <laughs> he's a Sundra. Yeah, he's just <laughs> straight away just like, I know some of you, but we're not friends. <laughs> I'm not here for sportsmanship. It's like, great. You want to join our class, but you don't want to be friends with us. That's nice. I don't know if he actually means that. You know when like people are embarrassed and they'll just, and they try and, they try and act tough so that they, People can't tell that they're actually quite nervous and vulnerable. I think he's probably quite sensitive because he took what everyone said about his quirk really to heart. So we don't know. This is the first time. He might just be trying to put on a front. Maybe. We'll see. I think I'm just... This is a scary thing to do, to go up in front of people you don't know and try and like join their group of like 40 people. Mm-hmm. I feel nervous for him. <laughs> As he's saying this, Izuku is thinking back to his fight that he had with Shinso. When Shinso told him that he was nat- he had a natural ability, he was blessed, so he wouldn't be able to understand his point of view. He said, you people, born with your awesome quirks, getting to follow all your dreams. I like that that flashback was only very small when it didn't take up more of the page. Mm. Even though it was like a hundred chapters ago. It's, oh, more, more, than, more, than, more than that. Because a hundred chapters ago was uh, the Kamino fight. 
Yeah, so I'm glad Horikoshi didn't focus on the, you know, reminding us again. Yeah, and it's kind of a good thing of, like, this whole page is kind of a recap. Like, oh, they fought. He, like, was able to break out of it because he broke his finger. Or not broke, like, or twitched his finger or something. So it's just, like, it's kind of very good, like, very minimal amount of refreshing. Uh, so then on to the next page, and we see Shinso, and he's still saying, I'll be a great hero someday and strive to use my quirk to help people. So to me, all of you here are just obstacles to overcome. I'm not here to make friends. He's really honing that point in. I give him like, how many chapters before he becomes friends with everybody? Okay, let's do a bet. How long until Shinso is friends with Deku? I guess it depends how long we think until he joins the class. Yeah, because it's also like, how long during their fight? Because they're going to be last fighting against each other. So there could be a lot of chapters. Yeah, or let's keep the discussion... I, I say we'll start... Once he actually starts to fight Midoriya, I'll start the count for how long till they become friends. Because right now we don't know, like... They're at, they're at the end, so there's, like, a while. But we'll see. Um, so after he finishes on his I'm not here to make friends, everyone just kind of looks awkward and they start <laughs> an awkward slow clap. I think it's and... just Tokoya. Oh, no, wait, other people are clapping. Yeah, like they're all clapping except for like the only one i can see who isn't clapping is um sato who's just got his hands on his hip like what ochku's kind of pulling a scared face saying how delightful she claps along uh tokiyami's saying oh how stiff so, i think he's just like he's impressed because it's also very like emo so it's like yes this is just very fitting for me <laughs> i have found one of my own yes Sero says reminds me of a pre-upgrade Roki which I really liked because that was Todoroki did say at the sports festival he came in didn't he when he was yeah. announced Izuku as his enemy and said um we're not going to be friends so it, it wasn't early Todoroki and then Deku had to like break all of his fingers and like get a massive scar before he's like okay yeah we're friends so like how okay will back will Deku have to break any bones to be friend yeah. Shindo I also love the Roki part. It's just like, it's such a cute nickname for Todoroki. And Sh but Shoto, it just doesn't figure on. He's like, oh, really? <laughs> and they're like, yes. <laughs> yes, that is what you were like. He's like, oh. <laughs> like, he's just got a really short-term memory. Um, but Monoma is thinking, oh, I like this guy. <laughs> this is the sort of attitude that I can get on board with. Oh my God, they shouldn't team up. <laughs> Um, so Azawa says, let's get right to it then. Battle training time. I think oh, that's he, Vlad. Vlad. Yeah, Vlad's just like, battle training. He he doesn't care about any of anything else. He wants to get straight to it. So we learn that it's going to be a series of matches pitting Class A against Class B. The battlefield is the one section of athletic grounds, Gamma. Both classes split into four teams and square off against another team. Or split into teams of four. Okay, both classes split into teams of four and square off against another team. So we get a little bit of information on Athletic Grounds Gamma. It's a training area designed to resemble an industrial block, defined by a lack of wide open spaces with plenty of blind spots and poor footholds. Hmm. Oh, I can't remember her name, but her quirk is um, tail cut. Mm -hmm. And she's excited. Four pets and teams should be fun. Little Mushroom agrees mm -hmm. that it'll be fun. And again, she's looking up. We can't see her eyes. <laughs> she's so cute. Yeah. And Beast is saying, with Shinso added, we've got 41 altogether. How do we account for him? 
incomes um, slim all might and midnight. And they're saying students so will be participating in two matches, joining class A for one and B for the other, meaning two of the five matches will be five versus four. And I love that it appears All Might's actually wearing clothes that fit for once. Yeah, he got a nice tailored suit. It's very nice. Uh, and we get a shot of Toru being really excited. That's not fair for four-person teams. Uh, and we get a reply from Vlad still, I think. The four students who have to incorporate the inexperienced Shinso are actually at disadvantage. Having five members will give you the edge number-wise, but it's also a handicap. The scenario this time around is heroes trying to capture a team of villains. So think of the opposing team as villains. Capture four of your opponents to win. And Mushroom points out, villains do the team-up thing too, huh? And, uh, oh, Tetsu Tetsu. Tetsu Tetsu. I was like, wait, his name is literally like four times. How could I forget it? (laughs) And he says, nice and simple. I love it. Do you think... Sorry, do you think the way that he's drawn here, his mask kind of looks, makes him look like a mouse? Maybe. I thought he looked like, he looks like a mouse. <laughs> I think if his ears were bigger, like, but he does have that, like, mask thing going on. Uh, and Ida is having a crisis going, <laughs> so we're heroes, but opponents view us as villains? Which role do we, bleh, which role, oh, which role do we play up then? Because, like, I love that he did, like, the villain act during his, like, during the previous training one. And then he had to, like, fight Stain, and Stain was someone who, like, probably was like, I'm cleaning up the heroes. So it's kind of like, what is a hero and what is a villain? But then Momo just has the simple answer of, let's go with heroes, because, like, why not? Yeah, she needs to get him out of his little traumatized state. (laughs) And each team has a... Each, sorry, each team's home base has a cutesy-wootsy lock-em-up prison. The instant someone's thrown in the cage, they count as captured. What high stakes! And I guess, like, you're not allowed to escape from the prison, seems to be, like, the general rule. And the, pris- the prison says on it, hard labour for 99,999 years. <laughs> Eternal <laughs> regret! regret. <laughs> but Nezu on the top is saying, Welcome! <laughs> It makes me wonder, like, what is the prison like in My Hero Academia? We've seen, like, Tartarus or whatever, but where do, like, normal people go? Is this a joke? Or is this, like, what do they actually do with their villains? I mean, I I, I doubt they look like this. With a little mouse on. Yes, I just have... I hate to do it again, but have you ever read Assassination's Classroom? No. Ah, uh, because there's another moment when they have kind of a capture the team thing, but they're allowed to escape from the prisons, and they have to, like, fake out their teacher who's, like, a monster that's super fast, but they just, like, bribe him with porn to get out of prison. <laughs> and it's amazing. Please read Assassination Classroom. But <laughs> anyways, probably wasn't the best description of it, but... Uh, we get the beast guy going. The efficient strategy would be to disable the enemy near our base. Easily, Easier said than done, probably. And Baku goes like, capture four opponents with. It, yeah, sorry, I can't talk. Capture four opponents to win. Is that what you meant by handicap? And Kaminari is very confused. And we get a pretty shot of Eraser saying, yes, not only is Shinso inexperienced, but the five-person team he's on still loses if four members are caught. So that team's got a fight while carrying dead weight? Crap. 
And so it says, that's a nasty way to phrase it. And I wonder, is that Bakugo still talking when he says crap? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> and then that could probably be um, either Kaminari or Kirishima being like, that's a nasty way to phrase it. Because it is a nasty way to phrase it. I don't know yes. who else would be that directly cruel. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Shinso says, he's not wrong. And it's like, this guy's light years ahead of the maturity department. And now, time to draw lots. And I love the little, like, the lots thing is very cute. I like thinking of them in their, like, break time, making the, doing this, <laughs> making these boxes. <laughs> very cute. And now we get a whole spread of who's on what team. But I'm just sad that Kirishima and uh, Tetsu Tetsu aren't going to be fighting against each other. Oh, and, they need like, to be split up. Yeah. <laughs> And I just think, like, why is it only the first team of Class B that has their names? I need them for all of them. I think we'll get the names when it comes to their fights. Oh, true. For everyone that's on Twitter, when this episode comes out, I've written the quirks of all of the Class B students on, so it'll be easier to go through and think of, like, who's fighting who with whose quirk and how how they'll match up together. Yeah, because I'm not going to go, like, through one by one. I just want to say... Kose looks scary. Like, he's the air bubble guy, right? Yeah. He's, his eyes are terrifying. He's dead inside. Wait. Oh, sorry. One sec. Let me just double check. Air bubble is um, solid. His name's solid. Oh, solid air. He just looks simple to me. He, his eyes look scary. Oh, see, I think he looks simple. And I just love that team two, they're all doing the same pose for class B. Like, they're so extra. And also, we have to point out that uh, Toru is petting Dark Shadow, which is really cute. But it's also funny that Dark Shadow is on a team with two people who fight with light, which might be bad. Because, like, how do they fight together? But Momo's there to, like, do, like, shields, kind of. So, like, maybe they can block. I guess she could, like, make, help cover up Dark Shadow to make sure he's not, like, blinded. I'm guessing that Tokiyami will fight against, um... The gentleman whose quirk is just black. (laughs) Exactly. I'm just like, what? Black. Just just black. (laughs) Not even blackness or darkness. It's just black. (laughs) Yes. And, uh... (laughs) I mean, we've seen Kendo and um, Momo together. So we know they've got a relationship there. So I guess they might have more insight into how each other fight together. Um, Having Kaminari and Kirishima... In the same team. I love when Kaiman is in between and he's roped his arm around Koda and Koda just looks like Ugh! like he's being pulled into this group hug and he's really he's quite tall as well, so Kaiman must have sort of jumped up to rope him into it and he's just like, Oh <laughs> I can't tell is his arm around him as well? Because I know he's around Kirishima, but I think it is because it looks like Koda? his shoulders going up. So he he's like oh, yeah, latching right. onto him. And then he does pose if his arm was slightly higher up, it would be <laughs> troublesome. It's in just the yes. right height for it to be I'm not be sure, okay. quite sure what he's doing. But I think it'll be interesting. I love that Pony girl is going to be fighting Todoroki. <laughs> I hope she, like, stomps him. Like, I, re- I really, I like, I love Todoroki. He's amazing. He's not for himself at all. But, like, I kind of want somebody to just, like, nerf him really quick. It would just be funny to me. Because, like, I love Todoroki's on a team that's very much of people being, like, more like the physical stuff. Because, uh, Ojiro just fights with his tail. Uh, Shinjo? Oh, what's his name? Shinzo? 
Shoji? Shoji, yes. I can always just think of him as being like the door paper thing, but Shoji... He's observational, isn't he? he he'd be great yeah. for um, reconnaissance. Mm-hmm. And then Ida like goes fast and kind of like barrel into people. And then like the other team, we have like basically Kirishima in Tetsu Tetsu. And then double impact guy, softening guy, and pony whatever she can do. So I think it'll be an interesting matchup of people. Yeah. Team 3 had to have Ida on because otherwise they would all be too quiet. <laughs> They're all very chill, so they need someone kind of mad. Yeah, I think everyone kind of has a leader on their team. Like, uh, I think As- I think uh, Asui is a good leader. Momo, Ida's the leader. He can kind of Todoroki. Bakugo leads Team 4 and Deku leads Team 5. Is um, Sato already eating? Oh, I think he's because he always oh, yeah. just sucking his finger. I think he's already eating. He's already putting sugar in. Uh, and I wonder, like, and then Team Five is just so enthusiastic. Enthusiastic. Imagine if they're just so loud that they get caught out straight away. They're like, "Oh, they're there. I can hear them." Uh, and I wonder, like, what is Zero doing with his hand? Is he like cracking his wrists? I think he's just yeah. It looks like he's just stretching or something. It looks weird, <laughs> and it's kind of funny. Jiro and Bakugo are doing almost the same expression. Yeah, they're both very deadpan. <laughs> and I'm glad that they're on the same team. I like them. Yep. And Manoa is being extra, but the rest of his team is like, we don't care. And I love that we... They're all looking at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> and uh, we get uh, Deku's team. And I love that... I think... I kind of love that he's pairing up with Mineta. Because like, when he paired up with Mineta, or he had to during like USJ... He got he did some like interesting stuff with his powers, so I'm hoping that we'll get to see that again. And also, yeah. Ochako and Mineta on the same team, you could have like floating sticky bubbles and like sup- like stick people. I think it, I think it's like a good combination. And then like, but then if she were to touch the bubbles, wouldn't they stick to her? Oh, didn't he say they they stick to anything but him? Mm-hmm. True, but then they float, and then oh, hmm, I don't know. Team. For class 1B, team 4 is very insecty because there's the insect guy, then there's the girl who's... Oh, so his quirk is razor sharp. Mm-hmm. Hers is lizard tail cut. And then the semidine guy. Glue. Yeah. And then... Oh, and then the welding guy. Oh, welding guy, does he have a breastplate or is that his hand? I don't know. I wasn't sure if he was holding up some sort of shield. Yeah. I was wondering about that as well. Maybe he can like weld people to the glue, or I guess like oh we have two st- we have the glue people glue guy, and then we have zero, so it's sticky versus sticky. <laughs> and then we have like the welding, which is also a form of sticky. Yeah, it's the, it's the sticky insect team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh, I think we need to come up with nicknames for all of them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, especially Class B, because I, like, will not remember. I'm it's going to take me a I can remember, like, some of their names. I think I've got all their quirks down, because I made this... I, I added all their quirks onto the sheet, and then last week I went through, like, in my own try and try and remember them. So I think I've got all their quirks down. Mm. But, nah, I can't remember the names. I wish I could speak Japanese, because I know all their names are, like, puns on their quirks, so that would help me, like, know it. But I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next panel. So on to the next page. So I'm saying, so now since you, since so, you'll join one team from each class. So from class A, he's going to join class, he's going to join team one. And for class B, he's going to be joining team five. Mm-hmm. So class A, he's going to join Sue, Koda, Kaminari and Kirishima. 
and class B, he's going to join Monoma, so who knows, they could start a bromance. <laughs> um, lizard tail cut, twin impact, and poltergeist. So mm-hmm. in team five, he will be facing um, Izuku again. Will there be vestiges? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, Kirishima is very excited, saying, yeah, I know you said all that stuff, but heck, I still want to be friends. It's good to have you. <laughs> and Sue's thinking, oh, tell me how your quirk wor- works. She's straight into the strategy. She's all business. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> Karanari thinks, hmm, with those looks, you must be popular with the ladies. I can tell. <laughs> so they've all, Kirishima went to being friends. Suyu just wants to know how his quirk works to go mm. forward and Kaminari is being a pervert. So I guess <laughs> if he joins class 1A, Kaminari will be like, hey, <laughs> let's go to, let's go shopping. Let's get some ladies. Or Kaminari's like trying to pick a fight almost and Koda's just too scared to talk. Oh, do you think he's trying to pick a fight? Yeah, I think it's kind of like, I feel like that's something that like Tanaka from Haikyuu would do. Be like, hey, pretty boy, like, what are you doing? So like, I think that's kind of picking a fight. Oh, see, I saw it as like, oh, you're good with ladies. Oh, ladies will come to you. Then if we're friends, they'll come to me. Maybe. I'm more strategical with my perversions <laughs> than Kaminari. Shinzo says, thank you for having me. But he's he's quite slouched, so I don't know if he's really happy. I feel like it's probably like very monotone, like, thanks for having me. Yeah, or he could be bowing, but oh, I think maybe he's just, he's just sleepy, isn't he? <laughs> and then... We see uh, Monoma, who is pulling his magician pose. I like you already. You seem ready to crush that rotten class 1A into the dirt. <laughs> um, twin Impact Gentleman, whose outfit looks more sci-fi than I thought it would be. He's saying, please ignore everything that Monoma says. It looks like something out of Dragon Ball, which I've like just started. It does, doesn't it? It's really... Yeah, yeah but um, Shinso again says, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Aichiko's watching she says he's on class class B's team 5 you'll get a rematch with him Deku <laughs> Deku just sort of stiffens up saying okay <laughs> but he's still wondering about those vestiges but for um, now he gets out his journal his hero I, his hero notebook I just want to point out Monma's still screaming welcome in the background yeah and he's and he's do, he's lunging forwards while leaning <laughs> back he's just like pointing his dick at him <laughs> But I think he's more like, hello. It's just like, what are you, Monoma? Please stop. <laughs> but also, Shinso and him are a really good combination because Monoma's really good at getting people to react to him. So I think Shinso should learn from him about, like, provoking people. Oh, he's so weird. <gasps> oh my god. Monoma is immediately going to copy Shinso. And, like, you won't even know it. How will you know if he's copying his quirk or not? You won't know until oh, you shit, answer yeah. him. I feel like... uh Deku's team's gonna have to, like, put in earplugs or something. Yeah. And, like, communicate via hand sign just to make sure that they don't get screwed with. Um, so Izuku's looking at his hero journal, and he's saying, Wushin's all powered up. I'm excited to see how he fights. And then in the background, Aichiku's like, where did you pull that from? Where do you hide it? <laughs> it's in his, like, it's a collapsible notebook in his, like, belt or something. Or his butt. Yeah, or he's got, like, a, he's got, like, a pocket into the um, sewed in to the front of his shirt so he can just stuff yep. it down there yeah or this is a different notebook it's not the one that got beat up it's a new one got a nice new clean one from when so that bastard set it on fire <laughs> and threw it in a pond <laughs> it's not this is number 14 then probably uh, could be i don't know 
I think it was 13 before. I think it's just 14. Um, so Shinso's putting on his mask, and they're at the entertainment zone. Well, someone's saying, teams start at their home bases. The time limit is 20 minutes per match. If time runs out, the team with the most remaining members wins. And Mina Oshido is sitting, she's kneeling on the ground looking all cute, <laughs> thinking, All Might and Midnight are here. Is love in the air? <laughs> because she, we know she likes to put romance in everything. What does it say in the background underneath, underneath that? Oh, it says, oh, Midnight saying, cut that out. I don't mess with older men. And I wonder... She has a P on, like, Ashindo has a P on her outfit. Predator? Is that what it is? Isn't she Alien Queen? Oh, she, oh no, she wanted to be Alien Queen, but Midnight said it didn't send the right message, so now she's Pinky. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That Pinky. It just makes me think of Pinky in the brain. Do you have, yeah. okay, good, I thought you have that there, and I was like, good. I do like when she said, cut it out, I don't mess with older men. <laughs> Such a cougar. I don't know, actually, you know what, I don't think she's old enough to be a cougar yet. Yeah. Um, she's saying to All Might, which class are you betting on? And he says, it's hard to say. Class A has gotten strong, dealing with one disaster, after, one disaster after another. But judging from the data, Class B has actually grown more. They've avoided trouble and worked on bringing out their potential. So Vlad is... There's so many people doing this knight's pose where he's holding <laughs> his fist to his chest saying, now, match one. In the background, as I was like, he is pumped. <laughs> Start class A, strength honed by real danger, or class B with steady improvement from hard work. Oh, uh, and like one of the class B guys, the one with the mask over his face, he looks super creepy. It's like an evil smile. So that gentleman's quirk is scales. Haryu Rin. Yeah, so I don't really know what that means yet. Oh, he's the, he, we've seen him use it briefly in a oh. sports festival and he covered his arms in scales, but we don't know what the scales can do. Oh. But yeah, that is a, a creepyish looking smile. But it's just when you can't see the ears, it's you can see his ears. It's off his, his eyes. Ears, sorry, his <laughs> eyes. When you can't ears are the opening <laughs> to the soul. Are you just terrified whenever anyone puts earmuffs on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant to say eyes. That's like me with Ciro whenever he puts his helmet down and just like, why do you you look like a villain? So yeah, that that is a good panel of all of them mm. there. And uh, Kaminari's licking his lips. I just want to say, Kaminari, his sunglasses look like they're upside down. I hate that the frame's yeah. at the bottom. It looks like they're upside yep. down. <laughs> Why? Yep, I agree. I hate that as well. Um, yeah, so I'm guessing that's all Mike that's saying, oh, I can't wait to see. Like, he can't wait to see the outcome. Mm. So we jump right in and we can see that um, we see Sue using her opaque moves as she's walking along the wall with the sound effect of I, think- I guess as she's sticking, it's coming off and it's going, pe, 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 pe. <laughs> That long hair must really get in the way, you know. I haven't thought about it until oh, just yeah. now. She should cut it short. And I wonder, her speech bubble is kind of weird looking. I wonder if it's because she's be- she's whispering or something. But she either, not, not necessarily cut it, but like plait it or keep it back all in one. Because mm-hmm. just- if she put her knee further forwards to move up, she could kneel on it. Mm-hmm. And people can grab your hair in fights. Like she should cut it shorter maybe. But I love her hair though, yeah. it's pretty. But anyway, <laughs> girl chat over. She's saying each team basically knows what each other was capable of. So let's stick together and overwhelm them with our numbers. Um, and then at the back, so I'm going to think that's Kaminari. He's saying, shouldn't I put some distance between us so I can do my thing? And and um, that's Shinso thinking, hmm, cam- camouflage, huh? Pretty, oh, balls. Pretty apparent. 
Ah, pretty apparent once you know she's there. Uh, and Kirishima saying, too far though. You don't want to end up alone. So he's responding to Kaminari saying far. it's too far. Okay. Uh, so Kaminari is carrying on. He's saying, true enough. Kind of scared of um, Shizawi though, given her range and track record with me. So this is referring <laughs> back to the sports festival when Kaminari embarrassingly asked her out on a date. <laughs> she said no and then promptly defeated him. Because <laughs> she can make her vines into like insulation kind of. Yeah, so she he attacked her with everything he had. <laughs> it had no effect on her. He went all stupid and then she just pushed him out of the room. <laughs> so um, Shinso's saying, we'll want to start by taking down whoever's got the nastiest quirk. He said that one thing which has led Kaminari to say, oh, you're getting the hang of this, Shinso. <laughs> From his one observation. Aww. And Shinso carries on, that much would be obvious to anyone. <laughs> Kaminari was like, what? But I paid you a compliment. Uh, so Shinso's thinking, which means we ought to... El- oh, no, this is Sue. It's Sue saying, which means we ought to eliminate Ibarra. While our foes are likely to go after Kaminari first, and this hasn't dawned on Kaminari because he's pulling his stupid face. Okay, is Ayabara the Vine Girl? Is it? Yes. She's, it's Shozaki Ayabara, and she just refers to people by their first name? I think okay. so, because she's, she's a lovely lady. Hmm. While our foes are likely to go after Kaminari first, or possibly Shinso with his powerful brainwashing and relative lack of experience. And then Kaminari is saying, hey, thanks for having my back, guys. Kirishima's like, you want to set, set this up so you two can go all out. <laughs> he's very enthusiastic. Um, Koda's birdies have come back. He's <laughs> saying, coo, coo. And he's saying, oh, thank you. Oh, I love you. <laughs> says, oh, so you found them already? And Koda says, Shizawi is ad- advancing on the left. She's alone. Coming toward us while her vines to search? I think, like, he's whispering so, like, Kirishima has to, like, put his ear because I think he's still pretty quiet. Or Kirishima is trying to listen to the birds. I'm not sure which. Oh, I'm an idiot and I didn't read the word using. So coming towards us while using her vines to search. <laughs> uh, oh, and it looks... How did I skip a word? <laughs> and I just love... She looks like something out of a horror movie with her hair out like that. It looks super creepy. Oh, she does, yeah. Um, Kirishima says, I'm not all that pumped about going after a girl. Mm. But, and then there's a bam in the background and it gets all their attention. <gasps> Roaring rage! In comes Beast and he grabs Sue and her hair all flips right up. And he grabs Kirishima oh. as he rampages in. Part of her hair becomes visible when she's grabbed, so she, it's hard for her to maintain it. Yeah. Because I think we can see Sue noticing them. And then he throws them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Karen I says, huh? Kirishima, sue you! Sojirota says, we took Koda's search method into account and we knew you'd be most wary of Shizuki. She was the bait while I snuck up on you all. Giving you time to prepare would have allowed Kaminari to do what he's best at. So a brutal head-on attack was our best option. That is so clever. Good team. And he yells out, I've got a nose for these things. And we learn his name is Jirota. Shishida, his quirk is Beast, so I was going to keep calling him Beast, and he goes into Beast mode, granting him massive boost in his strength, hearing, strength, vision, and sense of smell, but the transformation also makes him wildly enthusiastic, so I think it probably makes it harder for him to be, like, logical about stuff, so maybe he's, like, too enthused about stuff. Imagine if he gets so enthusiastic that his enthusiasm is actually only on, like, the level of (laughs) eager. 
So he's not actually that enthusiastic. It's just that class 1A is mad. And they said, like, discharge, and he thinks to himself, discharge now and you'll injure your allies, Denkai Kaminari. And uh, Air Guy goes, training my quirk gave me a whole new move. It's soundproof, solitary confinement, air prison. I'm just like, can, can he still breathe? Is Koda gonna be okay? <laughs> it is a cool... Yeah, like... How long will that air last for? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, did he just kill Koda? And <laughs> then <laughs> we see Shindo touching his thingy, and he's like, we here, now wreck them, Shishida, who yells out, you got it! And Kaminari says, and we're done here. I think it's Kaminari? Yeah, he's like shouting in terror. Yeah, but then there's silence. And the guy riding on him wonders, how are you talking with my voice? Deku's like, oh, that mask. And he goes, persona cords. He's played a lot of persona. And I love that it's like clicking. It's like, it's a very creepy mask. And I thought, okay, I thought for a second, the first time I read it, I thought he was just, like, adjusting the tone so that, like, maybe the guy has, like, a higher-pitched voice so he just, like, upped the pitch. But I think he's actually copying the voice. And I don't, like, I guess if you hear the guy talk a bit, you can, like, record it and then, like, imitate it back. Like, what's the science behind this mask? I don't know. But I, to be fair, last week I gave myself three guesses. So I was right on one of them, but yes. if you give yourself three guesses, you're likely to be right. Uh, I was completely wrong about the mask, like just negating his ability. But I think it's interesting. I'm just I'm wondering how Deku will counter this. Like, how will his team be able to beat them if he can just throw his voice around? Like, how do you make sure it's actually your teammate talking to you? His quirk is so strong. Like at the start, when they were all saying, um, like, oh. He's carrying deadbeat weight. Oh, it's really a disadvantage. I was like, they're, they're talking about this in the negative so much that Shinzo's going to pull off something really cool. Yeah. I was like, this is blatant foreshadowing for the rest of the chapter. But I feel like what Deku's team might do, you put earplugs in, or maybe you just only communicate via hand signs. Like, you don't actually talk to each other. Mm. Just do hand signs for everything. So that way, if you hear your teammate talking, you know it's not actually your teammate. Yeah. And then also Deku and Oju, Oju is team. Deku knows that to snap, get snapped out of it, you just need to like be hit by something, like get physical pain. So I think like someone could get brainwashed and you just need to punch them. <laughs> and they're out of it. Yeah, like the solution of punching people. And like, so I guess he, the most he could do really is like, oh, go put, go walk yourself into the cage. Yeah. But then, or like, you can't really like, oh, fight your friend. Because the moment the person fights back, you're good. They're going to get knocked out of it. I really like this chapter. It was quite mm, dialogue good. heavy at the start. Um, there mm. was a lot of explaining what was going to happen, which I thought was a, a bit unnecessary. You could easily just say, we're going to split into teams of two and fight each other and Shinzo's going to be on someone's team. So when they were then, they kept on <laughs> saying how weak he was. I was like, ah, calling this bluff. But I really yeah. like it. And I'm ugh, I'm really looking forward to how it will go with all the one-on-one all the -on -one class fights. I love the double page spread of the teams like and there's so much like everyone's doing different poses like it's actually interesting to look at it and it just makes me wonder like I don't like how long are we gonna spend I I, feel, I like wonder like if it's just gonna be a little bit and then the anime will do the whole fight or something and then we only see like all of the first fight and all of the last fight maybe but I like we'll probably see all of Bakugo's fight too maybe I don't know I'd like to see even if we don't see all of the fight 
I'd like to see like how they take each other out. So maybe if, say, for example, if we could take um, match up two, which is Tokiyami, um, Toru, Momo, and Aoyama's team versus um, Mushroom, Kendo, Black, and Manga Guy, who's... Even if we don't see, for example, if we don't see them take out Mushroom and we don't see them take out Comic, I'd like to see like a little bit of the fight of how they did it. So it doesn't need to be the whole yeah. thing, but at least if they show like little bits. I just want, I want a chance to see all of their quirks, all of Class B's quirk. And I guess like Manga's, like his name is Manga, but probably the name of his quirk is also Manga. So like literally his quirk is just his name. His quirk name is Comic. Co- oh, but that's Manga. That, that's what Manga is in Japanese. Oh, does it mean just mean Comic? Yes. Oh, I'm a fool. So I'm pretty sure he's like, his name's Manga and his quirk is Manga. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yes. They changed his name after they found out about his quirk. Maybe, or maybe his parents all have like speech bubble things. Because I think his first name basically translates to speech bubble. And his last name's Manga? Okay, no, wait. I need his, to, like, his first I... name's Manga. Um, and his second name is something else. But I can't remember what it was. It's some, it's, I think it's, it just translates to speech bubble. So his name is literally Speech Bubble Comic. And I, I also love he has his hand out too. He's like, fight me. It's like, you're just like a Speech Bubble man. I really want to see like him attack somebody with a Speech Bubble. Same. I still think it might be what like I hypothesized last week and he can sometime, somehow put them into a page or make something on a page uh, come to life. I don't know. What's the, oh, I think you're, there's a music video when that happens where it's like. Is that um, Aha Take On Me? Yeah, take on me. I was thinking of the parody one. Take on me. Take me on. So I just want it to turn into a music video. And everyone else is just like, what is happening? Brilliant. I think it'll be fun. Okay, like, how long do you think this will be? I guess we really have no idea. I think it could be like two class. I think the fight one is going to be finished up next week. Mm -hmm. I think... Two and three aren't going to take up very long. Mm-hmm. Um, four might take a... Uh, so I think two and three are going to... I think it'll probably be about a chapter and a half each, except maybe for group five, because that has both um, Izuku and Shinsuo in. That could be two chapters, especially if Shinsuo's brainwashing, if it brings the vestiges back again, or mm-hmm. if Izuku wants to be brainwashed so that he can talk to them more and find <gasps> out. I didn't even think of that. Because I was thinking, oh, he'll be smart and avoid it, but he might seek it out. Yeah, especially but- since he, he sort of put them together and thought, oh, this is when I first saw them, so maybe he'll, he'll sideline yeah. it. And I feel like Ochako is, like, guaranteed to be mind-controlled because we've had a fake Ochako before to fake us out. I think, like, a mind-controlled Ochako would, and, like, just sort of vacant eyes would be really scary. I'm looking back at this two-page spread again. She's even, yeah. st- like, her and Deku are even staring at each other now. Yeah, it's so cute. Oh, it is sweet. So uh, they're staring at each other, and then everyone on cl- in Class B is just staring at... Monomer. Yeah, they're just like, oh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> Why are we with you, you crazy magician? Yeah. Uh, I feel like Monoma is going to do something ridiculous. Like, guaranteed. He's one of the weaker members of class b though isn't he he's the only one that yeah. failed the exams and he uh, oh no he did pass the provisional license exam but he's the only uh, one from 1b that failed the um the uh the actual the class exams not the hero mm. license one uh, 
I just wonder, like, how Did you will just you? Burp? I just burped. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was a small one. Uh, I guess, like, so he has uh, the the dual pressure dude. Who's the little guy? We have twin impact. Twin impact. We have uh, twin impact poltergeist. And um, her quirk is size. size. Oh, yeah. So, oh, my God. We're going to get a giant, like, screaming Monoma. <gasps> oh, he's going to love it. Or I wonder, like, okay, I guess the question is, are you allowed to break out oh, of prison? Monoma? Oh, sorry. I thought of Minetta. Where her, where her quirk is so similar to um, Mount Lady, and we know that Minetta loves Mount Lady. <laughs> uh uh, yeah, like, especially Mineta's on a team with two girls and Deku, he's probably gonna be, like, a pervert. And Poltergeist is a girl, right? Yeah, I just, I'm looking at her outfit. What is that jacket? It's her winter outfit. Is it? It doesn't look like a fur coat. It looks like it's been made out of newspaper clippings or something. <laughs> like a pinata. Maybe. Yeah, what it looks is she like wearing? scraggly. I just, oh, I wish she, she should have just had, like, a sheet overhead and been, like, a ghost. Oh, like a fancy dress, cheap ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because we have, like, we know it's uh, Poltergeist, but what does that mean? Like, does she, oh, guess, oh, no, is she the phase-through girl? Yes. Yeah, she can do that. Uh, she can probably do other things as well, but. Yeah, so she's, like, Shadow Cat or something from X-Men. I know it's at X-Files. So, yeah. I don't, and I, think, I don't know if I have anything yeah. more about that. I'm just... So I'm wondering if the vestiges are going to come out again with um, Izuku. I think they're probably they're each group is going to last probably a chapter and a half, or I hope it does. I feel like two and three might end up sharing. Like, they'll do it so fast that it might be, like, they each get, like, one ends, like, really fast. Yeah. Like, if Mushroom Girl can knock people out with, like, mushroom spores or something, like, mm. ridiculous. But I, I don't know. I just, who knows? I think, I think that's all I got to say. I'm but. really yeah. Pressed by Class B's Group 1, their tactics. They came up with mm. a really good plan, taking into account everyone's abilities. I mean, Suyu came up with the plan of overwhelming everyone with size, but they've really considered mm. everyone's quirks and thought about, like, ahead to think of what they would do. Because, mm-hmm. like, we know that Ibarra is very strong and they've realised that they'll think that, so they're using her as a decoy, even though she has such a strong ability, which is a really good plan. Instead of thinking, oh, you're mm. our strongest one, we'll use you. They're using mm-hmm. her in a different way. And we have no idea where uh, the Rin guy is. The ponytail, the braided hair tail mask man. Scales. Scales, Yeah, yes. no, we don't know where we he is. We have no idea where he is. So I guess, like, I think it's so Beast is under their control, so he could just, like, carry his tiny friend, <laughs> carry Air Guy <laughs> into the tiny prison. friend. <laughs> I keep thinking he's short, but that's the other, that's Twin Impact, he's short. <laughs> I just don't like Air Guy because his face creeps me out. I wonder if he's going to... Oh, he's not solid air. When you said um, you realise that if someone like hits the person under control, that knocks them out, mm. I don't think solid air would be strong enough to knock Beast out. I don't know. Or it doesn't have to knock them out. It just has to like startle them. Beast is a big, strong guy. Like Big, strong animals need a lot of force to hurt them. And I don't think little Kosei, solid air, could do that. I think he'd just sort of hit him on the back of the head and Beast would be like, a fly. <laughs> a fly landed on me. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I wonder, but then maybe uh, Scales will jump out of nowhere and, like, deck the beast. And then, like, he'll be like, oh, I'm back at it again. No, I think um, Class B will lose just just because of Shinso. They underestimated him too much. Yeah, that'll be, I think that'll be cool. 
And then, like, I think five will be, like, the real... Five, five versus five, I think will be, like, the real test of, like, how strong he is when there's someone on the team who, like, really knows how his quirk works and how to get out of it. Yeah. So I feel like they have to have a showdown, but it might be kind of funny if they didn't, if, like, Shinso knew that and avoided him. Or if Izuku's just like, brainwash me, I want to talk to my vestiges friends, <laughs> and he just spends the whole fight, like, in his mind chatting to As them. As he, like, and he wakes up and he just decimated the rest of his team. <laughs> and Ochako's like, Izuku, what were you doing? I thought you could come help us. And he's like, oh, sorry, love. <laughs> talking to my friends in my mind. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you just call me love? And he's like, no, I'm still brainwashed. <laughs> and then runs. Oh, that's a that's a Northern English thing. You're all you're right, love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I made him into like an old Yorkshire man. Oh, <laughs> uh, the real. <laughs> that's just like, sorry, love. I was chatting to my mates. <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> Going to my mind palace. <laughs> um, team two. Who, how do you think the outcome will go there? I think B, like, I feel like they'll win. Like, I don't, I think A will win in this as well. Because, like, Kendo's cool, but, like, the rest of their team doesn't seem that interesting. <gasps> Kendo's the class rep as well. It's class rep oh. against vice class rep. Yeah. And, that, and like, so, but also maybe, like, that'll kind of, like, A will win. They'll be like, oh, that's easy. But then, like, the second team will kind of throw us for a loop and they'll lose. Yeah. To kind of like show how how show how good they actually are. Like I think Kendo pro is like smart, so it'll be like smart versus smart, like the filler with Momo versus Tea Lady. Two B will win, and then I think three versus three will be like very close. Just like I don't know why. I just love the idea of like Pony Girl actually being a real threat. Yeah. Uh- she can't speak English, um, Japanese that well either. Oh, then it'll be she'll be actually the perfect person if she was against uh, Shindo because she wouldn't understand what he was saying, so she couldn't respond to it. But I think I agree with you. I think in Team Up Two, I think B might win. In Team Up Three, I think it'll probably be Cast A because I mean they're going against Shoto and Ida. Sorry, yeah. Ajiro and Shoji, not to diss you, but... Four, I want... And then the four? I don't know. I want B to win because Lizard Tail Cut Girl is my favourite. And also Razor, <laughs> Razor Sharp. I like his design as well. And I love Weldy And Bakugo needs a slap. I love Weldy Guy. Exactly. Bakugo needs a little bit more humbling. Like, I think it would be good for him to be like... Because he's actually made a lot of progress, but I think he needs another loss. Yeah. But also, they have Ciro, who's, like, perfect for this. He's, like, the capture hero. Ooh, unless, unless his, and I, like, his, his um tape gets dissolved away or, I don't know, welded onto the person. Oh, it's stuck on oh, anyway, yeah. so I guess the welding is... How is Weldy Man going to use... I don't know, I'm interested in how he, he welds twin. <gasps> There's... Oh, there's a cartoon on the internet called um Burnt Face Man. I don't know if you saw it. I think it was on Weebles and stuff. No. And it was this cartoon guy and say, I won't let my burnt face stop me from fighting crime. And one of his enemies <laughs> was called Welding Man. And he kind of, he kind of chimed in saying, I'm Welding Man. I'm welding this can of Coke into a radiator. <laughs> if anyone has watched it, they'll know what I mean. If not, it's the ramblings of a mad woman. No but it's really funny. <laughs> nice. Oh. Uh. Yeah, and I don't know. I think I kind of agree. Like, I hope 4B wins just because, like, it'd be interesting. And, like, they got 
Sugar Man on their team, and Sugar Man is boring, and I don't care about him, so he can lose. <laughs> Take that, diabetes sato. <laughs> exactly. And, like, five... I feel like Deku's teams will probably win because Deku's there, but maybe he'll lose, and then, like, if Shinso sweeps both teams, so, like, he won both, does that mean he joins? Like, what is... What's the criteria here? Like, if he loses one, does he not get to join? I don't know, because they said he is applying. They didn't say that this was his exam or anything. So I don't know if he will actually get in this oh. year or if it will be next year. I don't know if he will join after oh. after this. I still think Eraserhead's going to do a fake-out thing where he's like, well, he'll, like, partway through the first match, he might do an announcement being like, if one of you, if you lose, he will take one of your places. And everyone freaks out, but it turns out it was a logical ruse. We haven't had a logical ruse in a while. I want a logical ruse. <laughs> That's true. We haven't had one for a little while. Okay, I think we can round out. Woo! Okay, so thank you for listening to this week's episode of the My Hero Academia podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter at MHAPod. We also have a website now. Ooh! Ooh. www.mhapod.com. We're very excited about it. Please check it yeah. out, check it out. Uh, we're also on Tumblr and Reddit. Uh, we, you can email us at um, myheropod at gmail.com. So the pod, the Twitter and the e- the um, website are mhapod.com, but the email is myheropod at gmail.com. <laughs> we gotta keep things up, and the Tumblr is myhero... Oh, wait, My Hero Academia podcast. It's it all written out, because we've got to make things as complicated as possible. It's my mantra. And <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Sniper of My Heart. And you can find me at um, Chopper's Antlers. So let's go beyond. Plus, Plus Ultra! Ultra! Oh, that is the best Yay! Plus Ultra we've done.